Where you come from? Mister, where you come from? Royal Ship of Jamaica. You're listening to the Stars Way Podcast, a podcast which aims to provide growth through conversation. My name is Maurice, and I'm sitting down with individuals to discuss various genres of culture, society, and life. Episode three of the Stars Way podcast. You know, this is Maurice talking to you. Same way. Um, my guest today is um somebody that has been with me from day one. I can't really get away from him at this point. Um somebody that I get a lot of my wisdom from, a lot of my knowledge and all that other stuff. Um and you know, somebody that's definitely definitely, definitely I'm looking for the word, but I can't find it. So I might as well just introduce him. This is my father, um, my dad. Um, I'd let him introduce himself and um, tell his name and so forth. So, you know, because I guess, you know, nobody says it better than you really and truly. So this is your well, my name is Dinsdale Lincoln Smith. Mm. <laughs> That's what I was christened by yeah. the father who had me. Mm-hmm. And I am the father who had uh, Maurice. And I really didn't know him from day one, you know. I knew him um, nine months earlier than day one. Okay, you know. all right. So before uh, day was, one, he was a, he was a he was a part of me and a part of his mother. He came together, mm-hmm. and um, this is what we have: um, the product, Maurice. Mm. So whatever you see in him, a little bit of the good is from me, <laughs> and I would say a little bit of the bad too. You know, is from me. Let us be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um, so yeah, this episode we're just going on talk about a different couple of different things. But there is one thing I always me and my dad always talk about, you know, life experiences and all that stuff. And we'll get into all that stuff. But for the most part, I just wanted to talk to you about um just, you know, marriage. Cause I've been seeing a lot of people, you know, getting married or being engaged on like social media and all over the place and everybody's like, you know, you know, relationship goals and all this stuff. So I just wanted to know, like, you know, what's your like or Let's let's break it down first, I guess. Like what's the what would you say is the traditional definition of marriage? And then we can go into like what's more of a modern definition of it. Um, well, I mean I, I don't know if I want to call it traditional, you know. What is marriage? Okay, <laughs> well, all right, we know? can start this way, no worries. Marriage really is supposed to be the coming together of two minds right. and bodies together, mm. melded together as one. And um and the 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 sum of the the product is supposed to be greater than the um the product is supposed to be sum of supposed to be equal to the sum or greater to this than the sum of its parts. So mm-hmm. it's gonna something, something like that. Up, right? Um really and truthfully what we, what it, what it what marriage really is about is about two people coming together and becoming the best that they can be individually, but also creating an institution between them both that is greater than both of them singularly. Mm. The way marriage is being practiced today now is a totally different thing. If you listen to the definition I gave you of marriage, it is based on unselfishness. Big word. And and to the contrary, marriage today is based on selfishness. Everybody talking about what they want. I would kind of feel like marriage has always been 
based on selfishness because we're all naturally selfish beings, one. And then two, is like everybody goes into marriage for different reasons. So that by itself usually would mean if it's selfish. You when make so. we straight now this thing, you know, uh, marriage is not heaven. Huh? That is it, basically. It's all not right. heaven. All right. So everybody's inherently selfish. We're selfish. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that can um, tempers selfishness, you know, is when you subscribe to a set of principles that's not just your own. That's what I say it's supposed to be unselfish. It's supposed to be unselfish that way. So that anytime somebody um, leaning a little bit towards selfishness, mm -hmm. you can go back to the principle and say, hold on a minute now, I going off on a tangent. Um, or that person going off at a tangent. Make us see if we can come together and stay online. Uh, it, it, it is almost like the constitution. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's a guide. It's a it's a it's a it's a marker that gives you an idea of whether or not you're being a little re reasonable or a little bit unreasonable. Mm -hmm. So what is being practiced today though is uh is people coming together based on saying I want this, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you have to come to the table with this, as opposed to what marriage should be, uh, which would be more you focusing on. Boy, this is all I have, but I can give it my best and and you know and contribute. But so it's that what depends I on an attitude, hmm? no? Like a, a, a built-in attitude is either taught or learned. Well, not taught or learned, but either taught or it's something that has already been in you from jump. Where well, I don't have know to if have it's in approach, you, a certain approach to life to kind of have that kind of attitude. You have to learn it. You have to learn it. You right. know, which is which is what I, I I try to tell people that marriage don't happen on your wedding day. Mm -mm. On your wedding day, it, it, wedding day is like baptism because you don't get converted on your on your baptism day, you know. Right. Yeah, you don't get married on your wedding day. Right. You get married before that. The wedding is only an outward show mm -hmm. of an inward commitment, in the presence of God, or before God and in the presence of man, or in the presence of God and before man. You can use it any which way, yeah. any way, yeah, right? It's applicable. Yeah, you know, anyway. it might be applicable in two different ways, mm -hmm. but the truth of the matter is that coming together with somebody would have to involve your living with the person close enough that you understand you're not everything, but enough to have a general idea of how this person is going to um, evolve. Yeah, The direction you want to go, what kind of principles you subscribe to mm -hmm. in all walks of life so that you can actually be a helpmate mm -hmm. for the person throughout life. And that person can also be a helpmate for you. Right. Usually we focus on the helpmate that we need, but not the helpmate that we can be. I'm going to let that one marinate for a little bit because that was, that was, yeah, that was, pr that was profound still. Um, but as you said, uh, even with um, just thinking about trying to be the helpmate you can be, how do like situations like marriage or just relationships on a whole, how does that like hinder or help self-growth or self-improvement? Because if you're going to be the best person you can be, wouldn't you want to always be improving yourself every day? But how can just the concept or just the situation itself of being married or being in a relationship with somebody, how does that help or hinder self 
How can marriage help and hinder you? Yeah, at the same time, right? <laughs> you know, because there's different ways. There's different. There's two sides to every story. I feel like so marriage can can help you, and marriage can hinder you. It right. come in Pros like it come in like um. Them say good alcohol, you know. <laughs> <laughs> good alcohol let's say magnifies who you are and mm-hmm. i think marriage in many um respects is like good alcohol it it magnifies who you are how it helps you let me talk about the positive first how marriage helps you it, it helps you to to learn to be accommodative there's no way you're going to marry to somebody, no matter how you claim you love them, and the days go well every day. Not going to happen. Yeah. So you're going to have to find a way to realize that you're not the only one in a room, you're not the only one in a house, you're not the only one in a relationship. So right. you're going to have to give, and you're going to have to take. Right. If you find somebody who is complimentary to you, you will give and take with them easier than if somebody not complimentary to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it helps it helps it helps you to it's like a mirror yeah it helps you to see yourself better because sometimes you don't even stop to think about how unreasonable you are or you you can be and that I w- is true and a, and a, and a, and a, a spouse you would have said oh my goodness me i can't believe you do me this or i can't believe you do that you know and it kind of help you that way um that is if if it is complimentary, if it is building you up. But it can also break you. Because them can get on your last nerve too. I mean, you isn't know? that what marriage is about? I you feel know? like everybody have that. And you can find that you get frustrated because you don't get no 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 positive coming from 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 your your your, your I almost say lady, but if it's a, if if um if women are listening from your man from your spouse. No man, everybody listen. Right. So <clears throat> you can get you can get you can get in a situation where it's not nurturing at all. Mm-hmm. That's how it hinder you. When it's not nurturing you, not helping you to become your better self, mm-hmm. in quest for your best self. You know, and um, your best self you will attain probably when eternal life starts, you know, but you can attain your better, you can, you can accomplish the, the, uh, the reality of being a better self and you keep on evolving better towards mm-hmm. best, right. you know. So it can break you, it can break you if it is not nurturing. If it's discouraging every day you wake up, you, you get talked down to one boy. Um, especially, yeah, that verbal, especially, that verbal. Yeah, especially very, yeah. A, a lot of us males, Words. I can tell you, we tend to be the stronger set, them say, the more physically dominant yeah. um, um, sex, our gender. And, and, and in that regard, we tend to be physically more dominant. But I can tell you, a woman's greatest asset is her mouth. Understand? That is facts. And, uh, <laughs> Pun intended. Well, no, actually. That is one of her greatest. Yeah. Yes. A woman true. can tell you a hot word. You can true. tell you that. that is and true. I want to tell you, see, just like how you stand up in front of a mirror and primp prim and, you know, and, and primp and get yourself ready and say, boy, me cool, me soft, me, you know, the woman says she look good. It's the same way women stand up in front of a mirror, you know. And practice for the deliver the curse words and them words that will make you hurt, you know. Then practice that. 
I can tell you because I hang out with enough women to know mm-hmm. that some of them sit down and sometimes them tell me the hack about them. I go tell them man when they reach home. And it feel like all you are. Oh you my about. goodness! I mean, I said, don't do that. Do not do that. You understand? Yeah, it can't help. It can't help at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it cannot. It cannot help. Mm. So we have a we have a situation where marriage can help you grow. It can build you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have another one boy can cut you in a half <clears throat> yeah but that's the thing though like even with that it's like i would always hear people especially like you would tell me about like the pressures of life but even just the pressures of marriage too like do you think the pressures of marriage or the pressures of even being married in today's days like something real or is it fake because i feel like some people put a lot of weight on being married sometimes or i guess traditionally that's what used to happen like you had to get married or you know that's what everybody was pushing for but i feel like that pressure sometimes is outward coming in from different sources or whatever but like internally now i feel like sometimes people pressure themselves internally to get married because like we all know we have people that we grew up and we say all right we had games where you say you can get married by 25 or uh, women especially will say like yo they want to get married by this age and if they're not married by this age you know it's a big problem like you know what i'm saying so would uh, you say that the pressures of being married or just marriage on a whole is something that's really real or yeah, is it something that we're fabricating no it really it really it really it really it really some people i want to tell you self-worth is a hell of a thing you know and um the way we are socialized in a in um in a social way and in religious ways S- let us let's uh, let us build in our minds some some pictures of what we ought to be. So <coughs> I know that the society I am from mm-hmm. and the social really yeah, strata that I am, those I am from Jamaica. Yeah, y- y- women value themselves higher if they say they are married. Yeah, and um, some men um, I, I don't want to say the stupid I wouldn't, ones. Well, all right, yes, they, they would, define themselves as being more complete, a more complete human being. <coughs> Right, that is the that is the that is the what should I say? That's the framework. Okay. Yeah? When you're <coughs> raised in the church, um, that is true for um, sure. In the church. Re- that's why I say social religious. When you're raised in the ser- church, mm-hmm. and then also out in the general public. So your name is, and you say, um, Caroline Francis. Is that Miss or Missus? Mm. you hear missus yeah, you and never you, say that's yo that's you, crazy if you, if you never if hear if somebody say miss well i mean it's always mister but yeah nobody really looks at the man as if you yeah know. okay so if you look that's at women telling you what their name is you know as in our culture you hear them say missus and some <laughs> of them fingers stick out a little bit more sometimes <laughs> you know um you know the <clears throat> um and and so because of that it it creates pressure so a woman gets to a certain age and she starts worrying that she don't not married because your peers wondering if something wrong with you. You know, if you're not married by a certain age or them say so you're living loosely but and I all feel like even in things. Jamaica too sometimes it's more so if you now have a picnic by a certain time. If you're not well that picnic. is a part of it too, but yeah. the picnic coming out of the, the marriage too, <coughs> the marriage situation too, because you, you have still have some stigma attached to if you have a child out of marriage. Yeah. Even though so, Jamaica is like a very popular place where it comes to common law well, it's not it's not it's not just popular it's more than popular because it's legal it's 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 accepted it's right. a norm right so but that's what I'm saying. but 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 they still but some of them still come on because you hear all kinds of crazy things man 
um, woman I call other woman mule and all kind of things. Mule? People there. still calling people mules? Them do all kind of crazy things. But the whole the whole idea of that now is just to belittle you, to tell you that you were never married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to a lot of women and uh, some of them who never married talk like say boy they miss out on salvation. <laughs> you know, um, talk to talk to talk to some who not married yet, mm-hmm. and them so idealistic in them head mm-hmm. that they, they, them following like a, a, a like a high school track or, or, or early education track. Right. To, you know, right. where it's like two years here in a, in, a, in a kindergarten, four years in a primary school, five years in nothing, and then you graduate and you're automatically a big person. Right. Well, some some women, a lot of them in our culture believe that until them say they're married them not complete so they need to complete the marriage and them and then the, after them and them complete that way they matriculate into that, going that, to that is true though i will yeah. i will i mean so pressures come on you yeah the guys to a lesser extent mm-hmm. feel pressure because we are socialized differently from girls you know yeah yeah so, that's a whole nother topic but yeah yeah um, so so the guys know we, we brag about how much yeah, enough girl, enough girl in a bungle. Well, yeah, some of us say we have them in a bungle, but we say we have more than enough. You know, yeah, same thing in a butt. So, you know, we, we can, we, 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 we're socialized differently. Um, but what happened with guys is that j- intrinsically, right, we are j- so jealous and rigid mm-hmm. in our values that when we meet a woman that we really don't want to lose, you know, we want to tend for her, so we're married. And that put pressure on us when we don't want to, we co- or get or get a relationship. Yeah, I get what you say. We, 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 mm-hmm. we want to get married. I mean, we know right now, mm-hmm. married marriage might not be the first thing, you know, guys. But like I said, marriage don't happen on your wedding day. That is true, right? Anytime well, you want to start yeah, ex- no ask, ask exclusivity and lifetime exclusivity is married. You're married, in, you know. That is well. I mean, yeah, for sure. Right? But, have, um, but some people who say they want to get married and then they engage for however long, and it's never gonna happen, so to speak. That is true, but mm. let me tell you this: If the woman know her game, mm-hmm. you hurry up and run, go married, because most men don't marry because them love women, you know. They married because them don't want to lose the woman. And what do you think women get married for? Women get married not out of love too. No, I don't okay, think women get married out of love. Most of them don't get married out of love, but you can't tell them that. If you tell them that, you, 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 you well. them stony like Stephen. You understand? <laughs> so, 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 yeah. so, so, talking about the males, the males feel pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, when they don't want to lose the woman, mm-hmm. then we feel pressured into getting married mm-hmm. because you know nothing to a young man, you know, like you have a girl and him, him sure him have her. You know, mm-hmm. and him feel comfortable, and him going on, and it worse if one day she say you don't marry me. Say yeah, maybe one day and everything, and then him start see a guy who look like him, <laughs> or probably even dip on a different level. Who look like him? When we say look like him, we mean you know threatening. You know, so right, right, like, right, like, right, like, right, right. Yeah, and him say that guy a mouth round, and and him know say that guy will come and I say so. Your your gentleman go married to you, and she say no, him well whenever, and then him start mouse after it. If you want to see a man married quick, make him feel threatened. Go look him woman and yeah. see what We're well, not even going to look her. The thing is, when he realize a man come on, because, you know, every guy come on with a smooth with a smooth buffet, you know. As we should. You know, as, as we, we should. should. And so, and so, a lot of men get married. I would have said, a lot, probably even more, because they don't want to lose. 
the woman. So is out of just fear then, not necessarily an accomplishment. I believe it is. It is. It is generated from that, from that kind of angle. Mm. Yeah, woman is more what they would call security. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you see a woman. A woman is Eve. You know, it's an Eve personality. You know, right. you know when they hear good things, then we believe. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you can have your lady and, and she completely content with you. And then after a while, a, a guy where, yeah, she first of all, if you have some kind of attraction to him, you know. Mm-hmm. But then he might come with a, with a, with a, with a smoother, nicer um, delivery. Delivery, delivery, not even okay. package, <laughs> delivery. And, 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 and greater ads, you know. And, okay. and all of a sudden, and Be- also, better marketing, you, better marketing. Um, all of a sudden, you're under threat. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so, which is another thing we can talk about at another time. Right. But our man must prepare himself for, for marriage if he okay. get become. But yeah, they yeah. feel pressure. Mm-hmm. The question was pressure. No man, but yeah, it's like even even with all of that to like the pressure and everything, and I feel like it's just like how you said, like the four years like a college, like they look at marriage almost like where they look at a degree, I feel like yeah, some man. people. And like so can or I won't even say can sh- should marriage be viewed as an accomplishment like that's the be all and all or is there more to life than just being married <laughs> because i mean granted you know my parents separated so like i understand that they were married at one point but it's been how many years since um Enough. there's been a lot of changes in life since then so i want to know like what's should it be viewed as Should an accomplishment? accomplishment or is there more to life outside of just being married because some people i feel like they look on marriage and they get married and it's like they don't know what to do them do with themselves after that and you have people saying they want a divorce or whatever sometimes people when they want a divorce they say oh you know i i need to find myself i need to do things for me for once and then all of a sudden it becomes like there's more they fi- finally realize that there can sometimes be more but i just want to know like your take on it um Marriage should marriage be view, viewed as an accomplishment. Yes, it should be. Um, a, a marriage, a marriage is actually an indication, and it should be. First of all, nobody should get married until they fully understand themselves. Facts. Yeah. Or relationship. Um, yeah, because if yeah. you don't understand yourself, right. You won't even know how to manage yourself around somebody else and even help them to mate and merge with, with you. Because it's not only just emotional stuff, it's business, like a lot of stuff merging with his marriage. So, presuming you understand yourself, it's still an accomplishment because it is a statement to the world that I am willing now, after mm-hmm. knowing myself to a certain degree, right. that I am willing now to work with another individual you know, um, they assuming them know that them know themselves too. Mm-hmm. Um, are both of you going to continue to evolve now as human beings, as I say, for the greater good of mankind, right. and generally <clears throat> to raise a family. You know, if a family is in the in the picture, which is more than likely happen to most marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so you want to create an environment now where you can nurture a second person, and together you can nurture a little child. I bring them up. You understand? So yeah, I think it should be viewed as an accomplishment and a positive one too. Mm-hmm. 
most times, I will, yeah, maybe most times it, 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 it don't turn out to be positive, you know. But yeah. that is that is that is probably. But I, I feel like positive things can always come out of a marriage or relationship, but it doesn't always end on a positive note. It it it's it's faulty because of how we pr- get prepared, and how we enter. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, I think I think that is one of the things that's affecting the outcomes that we're getting, because the inputs. Yeah, because it's a high divorce rate. The, yeah, the, the, the inputs the inputs are not properly prepared, and that jeopardizes the percentages of positive outcomes. That's 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 interesting because even like you know I was touching on it earlier. My parents have been separated um, for some time now. I was technically co-parented, but it never felt like it. And I always wanted to ask you about like co-parenting. Like, what do you think, or what now? What do you think? What are some of the challenges that somebody might face when they're trying to co-parent? <laughs> because I mean, granted, you know, I had a I had a very blessed um, experience growing up. So like, I can't say that you know it was problematic by any means. My parents did a very good job with co-parenting me, but at the same time, I'm sure there were challenges. I mean, I've talked to my daddy off camera about different things, and he's told me a few stories. So I feel like there has been challenges, even though they didn't make me see it or, you know, make me notice it. But what are some of the challenges you think can face during being a co-parenting Boy, boy, remember now, you know, when you say co-parenting, you know, you're, you're talking about a situation where ma- uh, mother and father separated. Yes. Right? Or, that is yeah, co-parenting. Exactly right. And generally when mother and father separated, it means them have some serious problems even outside of it. Yeah. So can right. it be challenging? It is always challenging yeah. to co-parent. Right. But um, what, what, what generally happens is that the quality of co-parenting, I believe, will be a factor of the 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 the, the personalities, mm-hmm. the two personalities that are co-parenting. Right. So if you have underlying uh, um, respect, you know, it it, it makes that respect is a big um, word. Yes. We, we 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 um, if you if you have common ground. Then you can, then you can, um, you can, you can co-parent with some amount of success. Yeah. yeah? Um, the challenge is that I mean, loose statements and disrespectful statements mm-hmm. can can rattle it. Um, mm-hmm. The introduction of new partners to the respective individuals mm-hmm. and thing can 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 color can color the thing. Yeah, in a, in a yeah. not so nice colors in not not nice colors. So it, it's a big challenge. But I believe that. Your degree of willingness to submit yourself mm-hmm. to what your priority is supposed to be, which is the child, mm-hmm. makes it, I mean, significantly easier. You know, it 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 hard in and of itself, mm-hmm. but the mere fact that you know the two mother and father can respect mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. and and understand the priorities of the child. That that can really help out, and the child is the priority, not just the priorities of the child. Cause they look at the yeah. priorities of the that's child. That's what I, that's yeah. what I really. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I understand, I understand. I really, I really meant mm-hmm. it that the, you know that, that the child is supposed to be front and center. Mm-hmm. You know, um, specifically, specifically, um, with you now and 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 you coming up as a child between your mommy and me, mm-hmm. it is because we've at no point in time throughout all our relationship we ever 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 prioritize anything above our obligation to grow you up to be the best human being that you can be 
and and because of that no matter what happened no matter how somebody feel it was always maurice first that is I have to say that's a blessing. It is. Mm, that's one of the reasons I say I don't want to have no more, you know. <laughs> because I don't know if one man can lock you so two times, you know. <laughs> because some degree, some degree of luck yeah. have to be have to be in it. No, some degree of luck have to be in it. But it is hard as hell. I realize because yeah. I see some of my other friends or other people that I might know that are getting co-parenting and it's not the same. You know, I mean, for, for my parents to be co-parenting and carrying me to like teachers meetings and stuff like parent-teacher um day and stuff and people would swear to me that my parents are married and i have to keep telling them no they're nothing they're like they're not they, they can't be you know what i'm saying because you know it's never it's sometimes a very it can get very toxic and hostile you know in that situation not like sometimes that. all the time it, 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 it is the, it is the, it is the willing the, the determination to not make it get toxic that keeps it keeps it um actually actually going what i know is over Oh, well, over, I don't know mm-hmm. how many thousands or millions of marriages you find. Generally, when people separate, them talking bad of each other. Yeah. Very bad of each other. Nothing complimentary at all. Because it's like emotional uh, and you know, rip, all that rip stuff. And shred people apart and them, <clears throat> them downgrade them and all that kind of right. thing. I found that, like with your mommy and me, it, it, it never happened. Yeah? Um, there was, as I said, there was, uh, I don't think there's anybody I know who can tell me that they never hear me and say me a disrespect your mother right. in front of them and i would uh, i would uh, imagine that that would be said same would be said <laughs> from her side. side yeah otherwise i probably have gotten disrespected by other people or other hear comments on the road but i haven't heard anything at all mm-hmm. you know and so and so the mutual respect mm-hmm. um and and decency of the of the parents right. you know will cause will cause a situation to to be able to survive to to thrive mm-hmm. um and probably even grow to the point where you still you still create an environment mm-hmm. for your child to grow in that they can they can understand that co-parenting can be possible and in, the, in the event that yeah. the, the two parents not not working right but it is definitely how it has to be focused on the child and mm-hmm. and asking for divine guidance <laughs> <laughs> for, 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 to grant the patience you need right when you need it patience you know? yeah yeah, it's 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 interesting too because even me growing up, like I was always um, aware of you know the fact that there was sep- my parents were separated and everything, and I noticed it didn't only affect like just you know because I mean even though there's affect there uh, there's um effects of everything, but I kind of noticed personally that both not my parents but the families my parents were attached to, it affected them in different ways, and. I wanted to know if you noticed as well, like, you know, once you and my mom separates, you know, my mom's family versus your family. It wasn't necessarily a tug and pull per se, but I always felt like there was like some underlying tension or uncomfortable vibes. Whether it's from one side or both sides, I wouldn't necessarily remember all of it, but for the most most part, I kind of felt like and there were other situations where I could get into that were kind of more personal that kind of figured out certain things. But for the most part, how do you think co-parenting affects the families around the couple? So like both sides. So how do you think um, Marriage is a, is a very emotionally charged institution, you know. <laughs> so, you know, when you have separation and fault finding and, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, just as just as proud as somebody feels when they are married is, is, is as 
proud them don't feel when they separate, you know. Because when you separate people, especially your detractors, say you're a failure. Um and so and so you know it 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 come with it, it come with a certain kind of stigma mm-hmm. that you separated and then in a case like that in cases of separation you find that families tend to want to defend their own that year um and then become more insular more tribal and and so it really requires a kind of maturity mm-hmm. for family units to to try to. To yeah. at least be accommodated. still hit the child at any because the child. Yeah, everything everything hits a child, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> everything hits a child, and and you don't have to be separated even to be co-parenting for for negative things from one family to, to to hit the child. What you have to do is to, as I say, I believe that because I'm Christian, and and I'm, I'm determined to submit myself to the will of God. And this might sound for those of you who are not Christians, it sounds it might sound way out, but it's not so way out, and. <laughs> And and um and your mother is Christian. Yeah, both sides. Yeah, at least we have that commonality of of of, of values, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so because of that, we tend to resort to our default setting, and that kind of help the situation. So mm-hmm. Christian family to Christian family, and unselfishness to unselfishness, you find you get the best chance of um of. Of co-parenting, but it it challenging is an understatement. It's bigger than challenging. I tell you, you have to born again. <laughs> um, you know, you have to born again, or at least have some yeah, sort yeah. of like center. Yeah, you have to have a center. Of, yeah, some yeah, sort you have of have a center. Yeah, and and you have to you have to you have to give a lot, and you have to take more than you give. Yeah, <laughs> but that's even. But it's like it's funny you said that because I feel like also to how the parents were parented too. Can, yeah, man. can influence how they parent the child. So like even just how I was parented, I wouldn't necessarily say I was parented the old school way for most people that know what I'm talking about. But like I definitely got old school elements in growing up. Like so how do you think parenting has changed now versus how you were raised up? Like how, what oh are some God. of the scenarios that you see when you were growing up? Well, well you were like, well, yo, no, you're looking at it and you're like, boy, it, totally different. To me, now. it's like night and day. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah, man. You know, um, <laughs> my father, too. my father, my father would have told me, you know, um, that when I was raising you, you came to me like a computer, like a laptop, you know, with no program on it. Right. But you were a Dell. <laughs> you know, you're a smith. You understand? But the yeah. program that going to go on this laptop mm-hmm. is the program that I put on it. Right. And uh, I was a laptop, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You <laughs> were the once lap- the laptop. I am, I am yeah. the laptop, yeah. you know. Um, and, and so because of that, I grew up with a certain system, a certain kind of order. Right. That, um, well, mm-hmm. you're being raised by your parents your parents is a singular authority. Right. Right. And then and then you, they authorize whomever else must 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 program you. And you get that kind of training and gradually you get released into the world. Right. Um to go to go and live and make your contribution to the world. What I I what I have noticed nowadays is Kids are born like them, like them automatically, like them our, our iPhone tender, everything from them. <laughs> yeah. And so because of that now, you know, you, 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 you hear little babies saying some things to parents that it just couldn't happen. That is definitely right. When true. when 
when I was little bit, if I needed something, mm. I would ask for it. Now kids telling them parents they want it. When it was breakfast time, mm-hmm. I would eat breakfast. What I get for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I no. hear parents asking them what you want for breakfast. And the picnic can't talk. The picnic don't even reach talking stage. You know, you <laughs> want this, you know. Uh, I, I, I heard somebody that they said the, the child don't want um apple gerba, whatever. whatever. Apple gerba, gerba, daddy. Apple gerba, apple gerba, whatever it name. Um, yeah. apple or or whatever beech nut. And all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. We never had them kind of thing there. Porridge is porridge. <laughs> yeah, but you know, beach nut porridge and yeah. apple porridge and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porridge is porridge and you eat what was set before you. Right. Um, I don't know if because if it's because I was raised in that era. Mm-hmm. But somehow or other to me, it seems as if the structure of that era was 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 more helpful to the being, the human being, right. than the structure today. I don't know where the next generation going going up. And I mean, and uh, you know, it's not them saying they're going to hell, but I don't know where they're going to go. Yeah. But I can't understand how come somebody whose mind is not yet cognitively developed mm-hmm. is going to be asked to make choices. Right. You know, which is which is another another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Because I have a whole heap of hang up um, um problems with how we're taking on some things nowadays. Mm-hmm. We're asking some people to make some decisions and the people are not prepared to make those decisions because they're not fully exposed. That no make no exposed sense. Exposed is me. a big word. I was gonna talk yeah. about that today. Right? Yeah. But but mm-hmm. um but 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 you know, we have to understand now that the parents of of yesteryear, my parents you know, they them they, they raised us a little differently. Mm-hmm. In what but ways like No, in the in the in the way that in the way that we were given we were we were released into the world then. Mm-hmm. Nowadays I hear five year old kids having some conversations with them parents and telling them parents some things that I don't know. If I did bright enough to say them thing they when I like a bit, you know, you'd hear me and talk, I probably wouldn't bond. Talk <laughs> with pure gum. You know, I mean <laughs> it, 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 it knock my teeth down with my throat or something like that. But <laughs> Um, life now is what it is. The valleys are, are, are cute. I mean, we can't beat parent kids anymore. We can't slap them up. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you, you get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we, we just have a different paradigm we're working with. And, and, and I don't know where we're going to, I don't know where we're going to end up. <laughs> I don't want to say that. We don't know where we're going to end up. Yeah, but, but I feel like even I, then it's just like a generation. I would gap. not be surprised if the generations of the future mm-hmm. resort to the generations, that the value of the generation I'm coming from. Because yeah. things are cyclical, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's you know, almost resets itself. It's, it's it almost resets itself. So anytime it gets to the point where we realize that, oh, this is creating such a problem, we might resort to some. Right. No, I mean, bodies. it's funny that you say that because like, even with the generational gaps and stuff like that, I feel like there's a lot of the reason why we have even this generational gap that I see sometimes now is because there was always instances where experiences of the people before us was never handed down to us or it would have been but it wasn't handed down into a, into a, into a um into a portion or into a package that we could necessarily but you know that's a value thing you know and i yeah. got to tell you know I, I talk about it all the time with, mm-hmm. with my brother mm-hmm. <laughs> big up uncle yeah yeah mm-hmm. um your uncle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we we, we 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 have a problem with self-worth mm. so most of us from my generation look on ourselves as growing up 
under suffering conditions, under conditions that was less than ideal and everything like that, you know. And we come up with that, with, with chips on our shoulder, our shoulders to say, well, boy, well, me grow up tough, but me now grow up my child tough. And that's what the problem is. Mm -hmm. As my brother said to me all the time, you know, if you notice, royalty always get trained the same way from generation to generation, you know. So, if you hear, say, Prince William, him name, have a little baby now. Mm -hmm. That little boy going to do the same duties where Prince William did that for doing when in the cabinet, you know. Mm -hmm. And William did have to do what Charles did when in the cabinet, you know. Mm -hmm. And Charles did have to do what Philip did have to do when in the cabinet, you know. Yeah. Because from generation to generation, they pass on the values. Same way. We try to avoid, to make the kids don't, go, don't feel no strain. And if we consider ourselves successful in the society that we are in now, my generation, mm -hmm. why you wouldn't want your child suffer a little bit so that him can play the Develop same the role same, yeah. in the next generation? Mm -hmm. No, that's not what we do. So, me never have toys, so me go buy you all the toys you need. Me never have enough food, so me go buy food and give you choices and things. We must grow kids in such a way that we pass on values. So, because we're running away from our, from our <coughs> origins, our past, our values, we 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 shifting and changing the way how um our values should actually be transferred from generation to generation. Yeah, that's that's yeah that's um that's a that's a good point because I feel like most times, especially now like how I see people, um I'm around within my age group or maybe younger, certain things that are expected to be commonplace in terms of values and morals isn't always commonplace it it, it it it's surprising sometimes like you look on it and you're like yo i thought everybody kind of subscribed to the same you know norms and ethics or you know whatever you want to put it put whatever category yeah, you want to put not, it under. that's not how the world works but it's not how the world <laughs> works and i had to learn that different ways like and that's certain things like that now i'd say those life experiences that people get especially people before us like I had the blessing of having a father that definitely told me about his life experiences, good and bad. So that it wasn't just that, okay, him just telling me what to do and I just have to listen to what him say. And that is it. And there's no questions in it. I can't I could always respectfully have a conversation with my parents and they would definitely give me reasoning behind almost every decision that was made for me or every every task I was told to do, like they would give me all kinds of information that I don't think if I wasn't privy to it, I don't think I would have received it as well as I did for the most part. Um, which life experience do you think or life experiences that you had taught you the most important lessons? <laughs> I, uh, how much time you have? <laughs> <laughs> we have time, but we have time. <laughs> no, sir, you must have a, you must have a time limit. Yeah, yeah, no, we um, have time, but we have time. Um, which life experiences I've had mm -hmm. that has taught me the most lessons. Oh my goodness me. I've whole heap. From the from the little Start bit. With the I, ones that come from, to mind first. From, from, from was, little bit. From I was a little bit. Yeah. And I was too craven. I tell her I tell her <laughs> at home all the time and my father made me have a drink all of the soup and, and uh, when we couldn't manage me my, my sisters and my brothers them held me the chicken foot <laughs> but they never helped with the soup, the soup. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I had to drink the whole soup which, right. made, which almost killed me nearly mm -hmm. killed me um, that teaching not to be craven mm -hmm. you know I remember I used to play domino and I can play domino pretty well you know because you can put the numbers and everything and I, and yeah. I used to I, I used, I, I used, I used, 
teeth to give them. Teeth? What yeah, do you mean? Yeah, like, like the cord. cord oh, no, know? but that's how you have to play. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all, if yeah, all, you know, all real dominoes, the yeah, players know that. No. You have to read the what game. What my father told me mm. was that you don't have to steal to win. Play the game, and if you lose, you lose. It's that game. Because you couldn't, after a while, I couldn't lose. Because mm-hmm. I, would, I, would, I would I would, go some kind of signal to them telling them what to play. Oh, so you use you one know? of them kind of teeth. Yeah. Me and you would have fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care if they signal yeah, it something. Yeah. 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 You know, coding it and everything like that. And um, I learned that from early, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, <clears throat> a, whole heap of, a whole heap of lessons, man. It's just as life goes on, you know. I tell you, I tell you. I would say that every human being now, everybody who listening to us, one of the greatest accomplishments somebody can make in life, I think I tell you this the other day, you have to learn how to learn. Yeah, you've been telling me that from... You have to learn how to learn. Mm -hmm. Because life is going to feed you with experiences. Yeah? And experience teach wisdom, you know. But it only teach wisdom if you learn it. Yeah, true. I feel like a joke thing. That's true. All right? So you have to learn how to learn. And so if you live your life with a spirit of learning, almost every day you're going to find experiences that are very, 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 very pivotal. Mm-hmm. You understand? And um, you have to push yourself. Push yourself in a gentle way, but in a purposeful way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to new heights of realization. And, and you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and that will be um, heights of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Remember, I noticed this with the modern day youngsters. All of them look like they want to compare themselves to the extremely significant and powerful and famous in the world. So every girl, every every black girl wanna look like Beyonce or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Um every 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 youngster wanna look like me, me who? Me don't know how the, how the people like Taylor mean, Swift and all and, and, and the the guys yeah. them the guy them wanna look like such and such. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, we are trying <coughs> to modify everything we have. I hear the girls them saying them 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 breasts too little, them butt, butt too big, them mm-hmm. butt too little, them mm-hmm. hips too wide, them hips them too breasts narrow. too big. And you sit mm-hmm. down here and say, so hold on now, why you can't look in the mirror and say beautiful you? Hmm? Is what you get from God, you know? Right? For me, look for mm-hmm. me now. Right? I mean, me not so cute, but me cute. <laughs> You understand what I mean? But I good looking because because <laughs> I not sitting down and trying to 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 to, to wear false here on top of my head. We don't call it toupee, you know. <laughs> yeah. But right? some guys do that because them comparing themselves. It is what God makes you mm-hmm. into. You have to learn that. But you become you become more appreciative of yourself, as as I say, mm-hmm. as you come to learn and understand that everything is beautiful in its own. You know, so, so the song say. Everything is beautiful, right, in its own beautiful, way, yeah. right. Old, so, yeah. so, so we have to understand that mm. and stop trying to be the TV personalities we see, the magazine personalities we see, and try to behave like them and movie them, you know. That's them, them job. In them, in, a, them, in a the real world. And you people know, don't know that they have a team of people behind you know, that their they, sole they, job. They is don't to see who behind the camera, yeah. and, you, and them can easily say, cut, and let's do this again. You know, it mm-hmm. coming like even singing, you know, right? The other day I was singing in a church. Uh, um, I don't know if I even seen it, the video, mm-hmm. right? And when I start the song, you know, I start the song too low. I have to stop and say, start again. I'm start again and sing it. It was good. But if I was in the studio, you would never know that. Right. 
Home in the, the studio, tapes. everything come out perfect. And so we believe that every song is perfect. Every movie is perfect. And so the man in the movie, you go and get the outcomes that the producer want. But life not stay so with we. Life not stay so with you, you know. Life is life. Life is life. Yeah, and them, them and life, saying, yeah. They were saying, yeah, they were saying life. life is what happening to you while right, you're no. planning for life itself. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Right? It, you know, and so we have to understand now that we have to value ourselves for mm-hmm. who we are. We have some guys now, I mean, uh, I don't know who it often can. I have some, have some good friends and everything. I have some guys you now <laughs> where when you look upon them, you say so. What did you, you used to be the man one time and then yeah, all of a sudden yeah, 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 it's yeah, not, yeah. not so You know, him look different. <laughs> look different. I won't say not so anymore. It's <laughs> just, it's not the same. Him look different, yeah. you know. Um, you know, and, and that's other thing because we're valuing some things over what we should value. Mm-hmm. Our priorities need to be, be, be made right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And get that straight and everything else will fall in line. Mm. I mean, it's interesting because you're somebody always preaching about like self-growth and like just self-reflection and all that stuff. And I think that's where I get that kind of stuff from. Because <clears throat> even with this podcast, that's kind of, one of the things like, you know, Starsway is the road I grew up, the road that my dad grew up on as well. So it's like... Um, a long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like, even with the term Starsway, like it never made any sense or not necessarily made sense. It never really meant, meant anything to me until like a couple months ago and I was just like, okay, I'm starting to kind of see the relation. Like, and then it started to have a whole heap of coincidences with it. Like I went to Meadowbrook, our um, symbol is a star um you know stars which sure. is it's, it's started to kind of make certain coincidences and i was just like yo something to this you know what i'm saying and i feel like the stars way you know for more for like more or less is just you know self-improvement because you know if you're a star you're always going to get better you know what i'm saying so um how do you feel about i even know how do you feel about when did you become aware of self-improvement being important to your life <laughs> um i don't know I, all right right through high school right through primary school you know basic I, school yeah, primary school i think i mean you know you do good because you go home you, you get homework mama help you with composition mm-hmm. you know you learn for spell and yeah. you go to church you read bible you mm-hmm. do lesson study yeah you do worship yeah. and all these things and so that kind of prepare you Mm-hmm. When I was going to 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 to, to high school, yeah, I remember I went through which high school you used to go. Um, I went to the well. I, I was almost at the best high school, but you know, <laughs> I'd be very careful because all of me, all of me siblings went to listen. Meadowbrook Arden is a very good and school. And his son so. end up from Meadowbrook. <laughs> and so among all the, the two generations now, I'm the only Ardenite. But yeah, Arden is cool. a good school. Arden is you a know, good you school. Just have, you just have to understand the motto. You know, I don't know if you fully understand the motto. When you understand the motto, motto you understand the imperiality <laughs> of the school. What's the so, motto? What's hmm? the motto for, for, I'm sure it could maybe a couple Ardenites, but what's the motto? The motto is <laughs> <laughs> Deo Duque Quire Optima. Okay. Right? And if you want to know what that means mm-hmm. in our in our English language, it's with God as guide. Mm-hmm. I repeat for clarity and <laughs> emphasis. With God as guide. Right. Reach for the highest. I hear you. Right? So you will find that throughout my life, when as you as examine it, you realize that I have, I'm very ambitious. 
but I'm not um, ambitious outside of the will of God. I try my best mm-hmm. to understand that God must be front and center of everything I do. And right. if I'm not front and center, don't do it. You understand? I find that a lot are not picking on any other school. A lot of them have have very good, um, very positive, very inspiring mottos. Mm-hmm. But I know that Arden is one of the schools that makes sure that is in them format. Mm-hmm. It don't just say reach for the highest. Mm-hmm. It said with God as guide. And that framework yeah. does it for me. Right, so that's, that's, the segment, that's the added segment. I could preach an entire, yeah, entire That's the added segment. So let's get back sermon to the on, 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 so on When you were in high school. Yes. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. I went to Form 1, Form 2, which is a grade one nowadays. It's, it's, um, form 1 is would be 7th grade. Yeah, 7th grade, 8th mm-hmm. grade, 9th grade. And, mm-hughm. and um, I, when I reached 4th form, mm-hmm. um, I was promoted to 5th form, but I wasn't satisfied with myself. You know, that's interesting. How did you like even because most some a lot of kids wouldn't necessarily be that honest with themselves at that point in time? Well, I, I mean, I was a mo- I was friends with us, a group of guys, and we were talking about how we we're doing, but you know, um, daddy kind of bred that in us mm. because then I remember when we were going to school, and if I go and do an exam and I get 95, you know, out of mm. 100, yeah, you know, I run go home and say, Daddy, look here, look here, look here, look here, look here, 95 out of 100. That he look on and you see him, of course, him go slowly and you look on him, check it on him. You know so, you get nine to five. He said, Yes, daddy. He said, So, where's that a five? <laughs> yeah. And that alone, yeah, it does, you know, make you feel it's, like, it's, because it's you different. don't get the pattern, yeah, don't, you don't get the pat on the back where Nothing, you expect. Yeah, yeah. 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 Him just say, Him say, Him say, Well, you're only showing me that you're going to go for that a five. You know, so I never celebrated 95 days. So you, you know, so you celebrate yeah. 100. Right. Um, so that was kind of instilled in me. So so getting grades and you hear everybody brag, you know, mm-hmm. who come first, who come second, yeah, who come yeah, third. Yeah. Yeah. So out of a class of 38, now you come 15th and 21st and all. And yeah. Nobody don't feel good about that. You understand no, what I no. mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I just decided that, well, uh, next year I finish high school and I was going to be, what, 16, mm-hmm. 15, 15, 16, 15. Yeah, there were start people yeah, start early. early time, yeah. Yeah. I was going to be 15. And I said, boy, I'm not ready for this. Mm-hmm. So I said, boy, you know, I said, me not go go. And, and I, I was scared as hell for finish high school. Yeah, at and 15 then, and, then and what, 16. You know? And then go you straight know? to college. Like, you could yeah. even go to college yet, probably. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so um, I just went and I told mommy them that I don't think I'm ready. And of course, maybe that was the, the beginning of finding myself. Because I, I, all hell broke loose in my household. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yes, and, I, and I, that, was when I, that was when I got my last beaten. <laughs> and I beaten it was, you know. <laughs> um, but, 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 yeah, I mean, I guess it was in high school one day. And I would say this. Um, I can't remember when you were in high school. Right. And this is one. You, you, you may not know if you remember. Your mommy was worried about whether or not you go able to manage the externals and this and you that. You mean CXC? CXC. Yeah, man, I remember. And, and, and she recommended yeah. Glen Archer. You know, said, boy, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to try and get Glen Archer because you, because Glen Archer. I didn't hear Glen Archer, though. <laughs> well, I can tell you. I know who Glen Archer is. Glen Archer is a. I prepared the best spelling bee champions. Spelling champions out of right? Jamaica and yeah. stuff like that. So. Um, so very disciplined and can't be a spelling champion. Was it that bad? Yeah. No, I don't know if it was that bad. I don't know if it was that bad. I don't think it was that bad. No, she wanted such good help for you you know right, sometimes right, right, people right. sending you somewhere is not because it's so bad it's because them anxious them anxious them yeah. and um i probably wasn't showing a lot of excitement over it you know 
Mm-hmm. But I couldn't I could not have afforded to say what I wanted to say at the time. <laughs> you understand? Right. You're talking about co-parenting and right, right, right. <laughs> and being right. a good co-parent. <laughs> right. You know, but when when she spoke with, with him, mm-hmm. I think he said and he told me this, you and I were in Shopasphere one evening and he was talking to me. I didn't know that you and, was talking um, to him. I don't he, remember that. He, yeah, man, he was telling me, he was telling me that um I don't even know if you were there. He was telling me that he told her that listen. Sometimes the child needs to go and fail for them to realize where they are. You can't just step in front of them and any little thing you see them going off, you run go protect them and shield them and everything like that. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so and so, you know, him say, make him go ahead, make just keep on working with him, make him go. If him feel him fail, him can't go again. You understand? Mm-hmm. Right? Um and 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 so and so with that advice you kinda eased off. You understand? Oh, yeah. Um, Interesting. But 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 um, I don't think he gave her a definite yes or no. He just yeah. gave her that kind of advice. But she was always uh, her thing was. was I mean, just, it's all out of was just, so, was just success yeah. for you. Yeah, you know, mom's always finest, finest yeah. way. Mm. And uh, you know the story. I cut a long story short. You end <coughs> up. You pass. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, you, yeah. what you went for, mm-hmm. and and um and and and, 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 and then six form and when you when you pass all of what you got you know mm-hmm. you did feel good yeah she did feel good but is what would it feel i mean it feel good but why we feel you good about felt good. <laughs> i felt good i felt good i get yeah. i felt good about you realizing that you can do it that's mm-hmm. all i felt good about you know it's funny that you said that, you, you know? could you could have take five subjects for me you could have get check three mm-hmm. just feel good about yourself realize mm-hmm. that you have the potential in you to be what you are, because I think that my father, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, of, of of what I'm saying, of thing, the blessed memory, right? Um, he was content when he was going mm-hmm. to know that. I think he he thought that I'd, I'd grasp the principles of life and right. growing as an individual. And I pray said before me lay down in my box, you get the, the you get this real sense of what it means to self improve, grow mm-hmm. from life. Because I don't expect you to do the same thing that I'm doing. I just want you, wherever you are, to learn to be the best you can be in mm-hmm. whatever sphere you are. And don't watch no face. No yeah. feel guilty over beating up nobody if you can beat them up in right. terms of accomplishment. Beat them up, because but, but compete with yourself. right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't come first for me, once you do your best, that mm-hmm. is good enough for me. With God as guide, <laughs> no but it's, it's it just no it's, it's <laughs> no but it's like because it's funny I, I i talked about this on a couple of episodes previous like i had um definite confidence problems growing up and that was one of those people that would always talk to me and always instill confidence in me and always show support and stuff like that but it just was not registering for whatever reason i'd still always have that like underlying self-doubt and negative self-image and all this other stuff and i've been trying it's been a journey from i'm like what hold am i know i remember 27 no mm-hmm. it's like it's been such a journey for me just to even get to where i am today it's like the more i start to get better at being more um what should i say no being more in tune with who i am and being aware of the the, the 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 positive stuff that I can bring, the more stuff that Daddy used to tell me growing up would ring back 
to what like stuff that I, he he'd always tell me when I was younger like because I used to love cricket growing up and he would always tell me any sport just practice 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 with you'd always use that term and then you'd have terms like um sayings like um was the other one you used to always tell me think before you act stuff like just little things like that would always start coming back to me um in recent times and I've just started to think about like all of these were basically building blocks, not just for me to be the best I could be, but for me to realize my potential personally. And the more I started to do that is the more I started to kind of like see better results for anything that I was doing. And especially with, and funnily enough, I always thought my dad was the most confident person I've ever seen ever. Because trust me, I I never understood how like certain things just wouldn't bother him and he would just go in any room, anywhere, talk to anybody. Daddy not faced by none of that. But then my daddy would always tell me that when I was your age, I was worse than you and I would never understand. So like stuff like that, now when you tell me, with just self-improvement and stuff like that. And I, that's why I kind of asked you, when did you like, when did you find that you were aware of certain things? Because you've told me a lot of stories about like how you grew up and different things like that. But like, I just want to know like if you like- My watershed you, moment. Yeah, your watershed moment. Yeah, well, like probably high school, probably high school when I repeated Fort Farm there. Right. So and I figured that, you know, and, and then, I mean, of course, you know, when I say I repeated, you know, not like it came lightly, you know. No, no, it didn't. I get yeah. my last, my last murder, my last murder, and I determined that Biblical moderation. Yeah, when I when I when I when um when I got done that at the first term I was on top of the fo- entire Ford farm. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, I got lied on, I mean, by the vice principal who said I was hanging out with the guys and smoking weed and all these things and I wasn't. And so you know it coming up in a Christian family. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. You know, so when you I say, say I got my I say when weed. I say I got my murder and I got my murder and then then and then the vice principal light him up and fool around the girl kid kids, murder again. Mm-hmm. Um so um but but I determined myself and I did it and I just just locked away. I don't talk to nobody. Say good man and hello and that about it and just concentrate. And when I come out, um, I remember that he went from a report at school and he gave mm-hmm. the wrong name. He gave him gave um Al my brother's yeah. name, but I never went to Arden. Yeah. So you know them looking up for Leighton Smith and can't find Leighton Smith. <laughs> Until them say, yeah, we only have a Dean's deal. Them say, oh yes, it's Dean's deal. Him name no, and he say, oh you have a boy like this. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even know him name? <laughs> if I were you, I'd go home and I'd cook some rice and fish and thing for him, you know, and everything, you know. Daddy was so proud when I reached home the evening, I see fish and, <laughs> and I wonder why everybody get fish because I mean, you know. <laughs> everybody got that. But it was, yeah. that was a watershed moment. And I could remember also when, um, I mean, others, so many others, so many others. When, when I, was, I was about 18 or so. And I, and I decided that I wasn't going to go back to Jamaica to live. Mm-hmm. That was when I said I was going to stay here and uh, finish college and mm-hmm. and um and 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 and, and work and thing. I kind of felt depressed because me just miss Jamaica and thing. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, I me, me read the whole Bible. Me read the whole Bible, front to back. Front to back. And all we all me grow up and was part finder and them I give a Bible for each other. Yeah, yeah, we can't yeah. read nothing because Bible is the most boring thing for read, you know. <laughs> you know. But 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 um, you know, but but under pressure and under stress, I start reading the Bible. And I read it through and that a lot of discussions that I have now with people and I hear and people have, I realize them talking pure bull foolishness about what <laughs> we're going inside. I can read it myself. No, most people can't say yeah or nay. So they listen to, listen to anything. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make yourself knowledgeable, 
you know, people can give you anything for swallow and carry with it and you run gone with it, you know, like yeah. like 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 an idiot, you know. But getting to to where you were talking about you never had confidence, you set of your set about yourself and all these things coming yeah. on up and all them something then you know how much yeah. you know. And, and it only come out in listen, the yeah. Nothing don't happen before time. Time is the master them sir. So when your self-actualization start pop at you, mm -hmm. that is when it's supposed to pop at you. You understand? What you have to do is just maintain that spirit of learning because you're not going to learn the same thing every day. The same, at the same rate. Right. You never sit in a class yet and you don't understand a concept. All in a calculus and them things. Every and, time. And then all of a sudden, every time maybe three quarters away through the semester, you just get yes, rotted. Yeah, yeah, this never, yeah, and and, and that yeah. nothing happens before it's time. So listen, you, 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 you talk your age a while ago, so people must realize me, 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 me a big man, you know, you understand? <laughs> I still learning. You understand? And if you notice, sometimes I will come up and I will say, Maurice, tell me about this. Mm -hmm. And you tell me, and when you tell me, that is not, it's not because I just could have learned it. It's because I just learned it. <laughs> you understand? Mm -hmm. Because I'm exposed to it before, but you don't learn, you can't learn everything all day at the same rate. Right. So nothing don't happen before it's time. And that self-worth thing, it comes as you go through and as you go through. And remember, nothing is wrong with being a late bloomer. Yeah, I always used to be. I used yeah, to be. Yeah, nothing is wrong with being that. a late bloomer, right? You don't have to rush to nothing in a life except being good. Rush and hurry up and be good. Mm -hmm. Like when you're good, right, you set the tone for good, for good things happen to you. Mm -hmm. So you learn at the rate that God wills it. Because all of we are trying to do things for ourselves, by ourselves, and ourselves, and we are, we are rule out that divine, right? So I sit down and I say, boy, I want to make it in Hollywood, you know. I want to make it in a three year. I want to produce a hit song, you know. I want a hit song in a three year. I want a Grammy, you know. I want a Grammy by 2020. You, I know you make nothing happen. Tell me, is a farmer make him seed grow? No. No matter it's... how good that farmer is, mm -hmm. he must take the seed and put it down and pray. You understand? Mm -hmm. So we, I know we responsible for our success. We are responsible for preparing ourselves when it come mm. you prepare yourself by working 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 on yourself with yourself mm -hmm. for yourself and the success will come right so no more no we, we shouldn't even be focusing about oh well boy i want uh, what, what is name what is thing your name podcast oh this is a podcast <laughs> yeah. i want this podcast to go yeah. viral 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 yeah, and, right and decent no man it shouldn't be for that no, not that, I'm not saying it's not going to go viral. But if you're doing it for it to go viral, you're doing it for the wrong, wrong reason. reason. Yeah, you're right. Right? I tell you, I tell you the other day, there's a difference between purpose and profession. Yeah. Right? Talk, talk right? about that. Right? Purpose is, is, your, is, is what your mission is in life. Your profession is what? It's a trade that you learn to do. Mm -hmm. You understand? Your, your purpose is to help the world. Your purpose is to spread um, inspire somebody to find themselves and, and go on and go and do something. That is your purpose. Mm -hmm. The profession is the is the podcast. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you, you do, do, get better at doing the podcast and working and everything like that. If this thing must go viral, mm -hmm. right? It will go viral in its own time. And you don't say it must go viral in April, May, or twenty 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 or twenty twenty one. Just if you like doing it, you do it. You understand? Right. You do it, make it help people. 
and wait on whatever is supposed to spring from that. You understand? Right. Yeah. Um, rather than we believe man control everything. I see it happening all over the place. Everybody has sit down and set their own timetable like I know God set it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. If God will it that you must become great or famous because of this, it will happen. Just keep working and improving on it. Practice, practice, practice and improve day by day. Right. You understand? If it mustn't happen, it's not going to happen. You can't make it. <laughs> you understand? It will happen in its own time. So, your um your 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 self-confidence comes mm-hmm. and it will come in its own time. I realize that. So because I realize that I never ever pressure you, I just keep feeding it to you, mm-hmm. keep feeding it to you until the day come when it comes out. Anytime you realize it, you're gonna be greater than me. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's, no, that's, no, 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 that's no, no, you know, I don't know for you argue about it. I said that's that's <laughs> that's it. That is what's going to happen. Because yeah. I know the, my father usually tells me that about me. You understand? Anytime you realize your true potential, mm-hmm. you understand? You're going to go places that you never imagined you could go. Yeah. You know? And I see, I see, I accomplished some things in my lifetime where I, I, I mean, I sit down and I kind of tell you about in the past. Mm-hmm. You know? Just work hard, have that spirit of learning, and stick to the Arden motto with yeah. God as God. <laughs> I could stick to the Meadowbrook <laughs> motto too as well. Yeah, it has yeah, it looks yeah, very strong. Which yes. is, let your, your light, light so shine, shine which yeah. is, you know, a star. Is, is yeah, yeah. Shine it, man. Shine, shine it. it. So That's the best thing. That's reaching yeah, for the yeah, highest. I mean, I was going to ask you um, about giving some advice to young people, but I guess that, that whole that whole discussion the young right people? There, just like one, one word of advice you give to just people, like, you know, trying to definitely improve themselves or better themselves personally, I don't know. Just one word of advice. One word. Patience. Mm. Them say patience is a virtue. Yeah. But too much of it to hurt you. <laughs> I don't know. Where I, that, but, hey, all but, right. But, <laughs> but let me tell you yeah, something. Yeah, I agree with that. Anxiety is the opposite of patience. Anxiety ruling the young people them nowadays. Mm. Everybody want change want progress instantly and they want it no right. patient just patient if you look at you any age you are 15 16 18 26 40 50 you never born that way it's grow you're growing up one day at a time patience so if you're 18, uh, 18 times 365, 366 pound a leap year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Worth of patience? Patience. Patience will make you accomplish, make you be around long enough to accomplish. But patience by itself will not do it. Right. right? You have to work hard and be patient. Be patient. So do your best every day. Let your lights shine every day. Ah, right. big up Meadowbrook. Um, you know um, it go. Let your lights so shine. Lux Vestra. See, mm-hmm. I can't remember that much. Me, me know let me. your light shine every come day. Every and be <laughs> patient. The blessings will come and will flow, man. All right? Everybody, they're going to rush thing. They're going to buy. I want this happen. I want this happen. No, I want to buy my first house. I want my first car. I want my first girl. I want my first baby. I want my first... Hold on, man. Patience. A man stopped me the other day. Um, <coughs> sorry. About three years, four years ago, when mm. I made a challenge for a position, you know, you know, me in our politics. Yeah. And um, I don't think I was treated fairly. Yeah. I did right. the competition wasn't fair, you know. 
Um, it's politics. Had it had it had it had it had it been fair, I would have won. It's politics, and, so I, you know. and I didn't, you know. Mm. But um, an old man, I just go look for him the other day. Him sent for me, and him and I went, and, I, and, I, and he said to me, Smith, if you must become the prime minister of Jamaica, nobody can stop you. No? You're going to become it. All you have to do is work and be patient. If you must not become the Prime Minister of Jamaica, you know, nobody can make you. Work and be patient. And that is what oh, I Whatever do. reach, reach. Right? And so that's what I say to everybody. Mm-hmm. You might say, I am not the President of the United States, I'm not the President of that, or what, but I'm working. I'm being patient. Whatever I accomplish and wherever I go, it will be letting my light so shine, but with patience. All right? So that's, yeah. that's on that patience. note, man, this has definitely been a very, at least for me personally, this has been a very enlightening episode. Um, this is something that I kind of wanted and it, it actually happened. So I'm very, very happy for this, Daddy. Appreciate mm-hmm. you coming through. You know it go. Um, this is the end of episode three. Um, thank and you I guys for listening. Say, I yeah. just want to say before yeah. we go. No, yeah, man, talk. Right, just mm-hmm. one, one mm-hmm. little snip. Because I never said this. You you've been telling me about this mm-hmm. podcast business and all of that kind of thing. And, right. And um, you know, it is is like uh, saying, make him go on, man, make him go on. Mm-hmm. I just I never encourage you, I discourage you. Right. You understand? To see it reach this far, this mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I say make me make sure I come do my little piece here or something. Yeah. Now that you're here, I'm telling you, patience and hard work bring you to this. Keep going. Me know your potential, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't know your potential. Right. I don't say I know your destination, but I know your potential. Right. Right? And what I see you doing now is pursuing your potential. Mm-hmm. Right? Pursue your potential with patience. Because you're young too. So yeah. I say a word to you. But yeah, man, so this this has definitely been, as I said, just, you know, this is my daddy. Don't, he's not on no social media, so you're not going to necessarily follow him or anything like that. He don't really pay attention to social media. But he's always around me somehow, so if you want to talk to him personally, you can because, you know, most of my friends are most people I know. My dad, funny story before I leave, like I used to, my dad used to pick me up from school on Fridays and I would come downstairs from whatever block I was on or I'd be on the court or whatever playing ball and he'd come and stay and wait on me and eventually you know I introduced him to a couple of my friends couple weeks months however long passed and one day I remember I was just I was somewhere buried in the school I was far away from where my dad usually parks and somebody comes to me is like oh you know your daddy's here and I'm like first of all how you know my it's like yeah he's old when I look my daddy have like a whole congregation of students in front of him talking to that everybody's just like asking questions and stuff. So um if you guys want to talk to him or whatever, you can definitely do so through me or whatever. If you want to I want me to ask him a question for you, I can whatever the case may be. But yeah, man, this is definitely as I said before, this was a joy. So, you know, this is the end of episode three. Um definitely please go on listen on spotify on soundcloud and i'll put up some stuff on instagram too and uh yeah uh 
I just wish everybody listening, if you're still listening, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Um, I just wish everybody guidance and protection going forward as we go. Yes.